Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry here again with another guest of the podcast, somebody who's written an article with us, but is a first-time Clubhouse, first-time podcast uh, joiner, and that is Luke. Luke, how are you doing this evening? Great, Bill. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, definitely a privilege and a great time to be here. Hey, I'm so excited to have you on, and you are so welcome, and you're always welcome to join join the podcast, and it's a team that we haven't talked about yet. So, Luke, who's your favorite team? It is the Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates have always been. It's never wavered, and uh, I have some good stories, I think. It'll kind of sauce it up a little bit here and maybe pull them back out of the woodwork. You know, I have to tell you, Luke, it was I was expecting the season to be one of those another one of those pirate seasons where you're just going, oh, you feel so bad for these guys. Right. But up until today, you guys were 19 and 27 and you guys were pulling some pretty significant. You took two out of three from the Dodgers. You put them pulling some pretty significant wins out, which is awesome. Yeah, so, they're definitely not kind of trail, you know, falling off the wagon. So it's uh it's a little reassuring, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's let's start the easy stuff. Tell me why, or give me an experience and why, and it could be several experiences, either from recent or from um, from your childhood. Tell me about why you're a Pirates fan. Yeah, it's it definitely started young. I mean, this is way back. This is way back in the early days. Me kind of at my parents' first house in the nice. Pirates year. Um, Way back in 1988, my dad had worked uh, as an iron worker and the company they worked for had a like a box. So it was kind of spoiling to be able to go and do that and be part of that. Um, and, and being a Pirates fan, I mean, it, Pittsburgh is slightly spoiled in the sense of the Steelers have had great success and the, the Penguins and the Pirates, you know, I, they seem to get like left behind, but I have a lot of friends back home. I live in Florida now for 19 years and pirate friends back home are still diehards. So it's, it doesn't waver. Even the team, I, I don't know, ironically, the team I played for was the pirates too. And literally <laughs> it just kind of all went together. Yeah. So it, it started young and uh, you know, it, playing ball on the Pirates team and and uh, the family being part of it all was just awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that because I've talked to some, some fans of other teams, but the one thing that I've learned is that the Pittsburgh Pirates, like, like they're just hardcore fans. Even if you put together a string of winning seasons or losing seasons, it doesn't matter. It's like it stays in their blood, right? It's not something where – like you said, you moved to Florida and all of a sudden you're a Rays or a Marlins fan. You are a Pirates fan. And I love that. I love that about the team. That's amazing. It's going to make it all that much sweeter when they rebound one of these years, you know, and really take it home. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was thinking often about how fun it's been, even in the down years back when McCutcheon was there and it was the whole Zoltan from the dugout, you know, it just, I don't know, just good times. It kind of, Things like that rejuvenate that childhood spark for me, at least. You guys, and, and I got to be honest, you guys are only a season, maybe two away. You guys got a lot of young talent, an incredible amount of young talent. I mean, I again, being a Dodger fan, I watched that Pittsburgh series. Now, who are these guys? Like some of these younger kids. I'm like, whoa, they're going to be good in a couple seasons. Heads up. Heads up. So, 
Okay, favorite player. Do you have a favorite player, past or present, or both? Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's Randy Johnson for sure. And <laughs> I remember seeing him pitch the first time was at Petco Park in San Diego. Um, we flew out uh, to watch my cousin play, and we'll talk about that in a minute too. But Randy Johnson, I, I hardly knew who he was at the time, really. You know, I had sad to say, but anyways, he was just warming up and it was just incredible. Just his like wingspan was just like massive out there on the mound. And it just was super cool. Just so different from the normal ball players, you know, with the hair and the giant left arm going out. So it's pretty cool. Now, did he at the time that you saw him, was he playing for Arizona or was he playing for Seattle? Oh my gosh. I, I, to be honest, I thought it was the Rockies. I could be wrong. Okay. It, it could, it may have been Arizona. I don't think he played for the Rockies, but it probably was Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. So I, I, funny that you mentioned Randy Johnson, because I always had a love hate relationship with that guy. That guy played the Dodgers so well, but I don't know, a couple months ago, I'm sitting there flipping through baseball, funny experiences. And I found the clip of Randy Johnson in spring training, throwing the ball and hitting the bird. Oh, yeah. And I showed yeah. it to my wife, and my wife's like, oh, poor bird. Yeah. <laughs> poor bird. It's like, that's bird didn't have a chance. That thing's coming 100 mile an hour. Bird just kind of went through. It's incredible. I mean, no suffering, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty much. Okay. So, Randy Johnson, I like it. Tell me why. Randy, I just think the, the stand, he just stands out. You know, he's tall. He's, he's kind of. You know, I feel like he'd be kind of the guy in the dugout. No one really talks too much. You know, he kind of sits off on his own and he's kind of with the the mustache and the hair and that. I don't know that it was just really cool. And it's kind of just that dominating experience that I had, you know, seeing him at Petco that year was pretty awesome and something I'll never forget. And it kind of made me a fan and, and, you know, since his retirement, looking back at just highlight reels, I, I, I tend to go on like basketball, Michael Jordan highlight reels and such like that. And Randy Johnson highlight reels just never disappoint. They never do. And that I wish we made them like that. Nowadays, you know, these pitchers are throwing four and five innings and they're calling it a day. I wish we were back to the days where these guys pitched seven, eight, nine innings and threw 150 pitches and didn't care. Right. I mean, Randy Johnson, was just that guy. That, hence why he's a Hall of Famer. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you've traveled a bit. Tell me the ballparks you've been to. Yeah, okay. So we talked about Petco, and I, I went there to see my cousin play. And that's, you know, we did some visiting at the time, too. And so um, this is Khalil back in the day. Khalil Green we're talking about here. This is at my grandparents' house. So this was like old school. We always played wiffle ball in the backyard. Right. And he grew up in Key West. Um, this is maybe off the stadium topic. Here's us kind of put doing some puzzles on the back porch and such like that in my parents' house. But he played in Key West, which is a whole different animal. I'm from Pittsburgh, obviously. So the, the gaming there is different in the winter when it's snowing. And in Key West, he could play all year. And I remember it, he would travel to stay with families elsewhere to play all, you know, through the off season and stay sharp. It was just this whole nother level of athletics, but he ended up playing for the Padres and um, we flew out to see him at Petco. And I thought it was a really cool park. Um, I, I've also been to 
uh, Three River Stadium is where many of my memories and most of my memories were. And then PNC Park and Tropicana Field. Been to several games there to watch the Rays play. Mm-hmm. You and I have been to a game together at Tropicana. That's right. Yeah, yeah back to Mariana Rivera. Yeah, Mariana Rivera was retiring that year. Yeah, 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 I remember that. We had great seats too. So It was pretty awesome. I hear just kind of a sidebar topic, but I hear that there's a lot of push from Rays fans right now to get Tampa or to get out of St. Pete and into Tampa and the city of Tampa to build the stadium. Do you, do you know much about that? I don't. I, I wish I could tell you more about it. I, I'm a little out of that loop. I, I, the stadium was really cool. I loved how they had the raised tank in the back, you yeah. know, in the outfield as well. Um, but I, I wouldn't ever call that my favorite park. And uh, I can explain that too. Well, do tell what's your favorite park. It's definitely PNC park. And, uh, when three rivers was taken down again, this is my dad and my grandpa. So my grandpa was an iron worker and my dad kind of followed suit. Whenever this came up where they were building PNC park, my dad was on the job and was part of building of the, the park. It was pretty incredible. And so going to the park, I three rivers was that stadium, that kind of compactness PNC park just feels open and Anywhere you're at, whether you're walking around, it didn't feel so stacked and layered like a stadium does. When we're sitting there watching games, it was just, it it just seemed open, you know, with the outfield not being that monumental stadium type feel. It just felt like homely to me, to be honest, down in the Steel City there. You know, it's funny that you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Just having my dad being part of that, you know, always means something. I, I couldn't, I couldn't pick a different stadium. Just, you know, that, that sort of weighs it down. I would agree. I, especially when you have that kind of that home cooking type deal where, where parents there. And it's, it's funny. What I was going to say is it's, it's funny. Every time I do an interview like this and I ask this question, like, what's your favorite ballpark or, you know, which ballparks, you know, where would you want, if you had a bucket list, where would you want to go? PNC is on everybody's list, right? But Three Rivers was was a was kind of an oval. It was, you know, it was like the old school parks where it wasn't because it was used for football, it was used for baseball. So it's a, a PNC is just a baseball park that's wide open. And so I mean, I, I love that you say that because it's just everybody that I talk to is always, I want to go to PNC Park. <laughs> okay. It baseball vibes. It's really cool there, you know, and even when they're not winning, you know, it's still, it's a, just a cool destination, I think. Um, every year, I don't know if you've seen pictures of this. If you haven't, I'll send some to you. Every year in the wintertime, when it snows and it covers the field, um, the groundskeepers will put lights on the ground for the baselines and the uh, mound in home plate. And they'll take a picture of it from like the press box where it's all snow, except for it's lit up around certain areas. And it's one of the funnest pictures to look at in the wintertime. That I mean, is super cool. And I've never look seen warm. to check that out. It doesn't look warm, but it. <laughs> and that's why we're in Florida, you know, it's, uh, and there are tons of Pittsburgh fans here too. I noticed that that, you know, not just Steelers and Penguins, but Pirate fans alike, you know, travel afar or at least retire afar here in the Sunshine State. 
<laughs> exactly. Try her in the Sunshine State. I uh, yeah, I, I love where you've been as far as the parks are concerned. Petco to me is such an interesting park. If if and when you get back out here and you go to a game, if we can go to a game, one thing I want you to to look at that I didn't notice is the lights go north and south, not east and west. And so if you're there for a night game, especially a twilight game where it's sunset and it, the park seems a little dark. It's very okay. odd. It seems very, we were there for a Dodger game two seasons ago or so. And I noticed it and I thought, why is it so dark? And then I realized that, that they have these stands that go north and south. They've added some east to west, but they go north and south. And I'm like, it's a little dark. That's a factor. It'd be a factor for players for sure, you know? Yeah. Now, have you talked to your cousin? Do you which park did he enjoy playing the most? And do you know? That's a good call. I mean, I I it's been a few years, you know, he's raising his family. Um, I his years at Clemson were incredible. I, mm-hmm. I watched him play there. In fact, I some early stories obviously were just all the times growing up. And I'll never forget they they came from Key West to our hometown and on my little league team, we needed a player. Like our main guy was out for whatever reason. And he, his dad's one of the coaches and they had like an extra uniform. So we gave the uniform to Khalil and he was in the game and we thought all oh, the other team will never know. Well, just like running to catch a fly ball from right field is where they put him. Like everyone just noticed like the speed and just the throw the, it just was like a dart. Um, it just was undeniable, you know, and, and then at bat, I think he hit a home run, like the first, at bat. it was incredible. And then, um, so I don't remember whatever happened. I think we were all my, at least me and my players on the team were like, man, we thought we played, you know, pretty hard, but this is a whole nother level. This is a whole nother level. This guy's got something going on. And the other coaches are yelling ringer as he's in. You know, he oh, makes yeah. three diving catches in right field, throw outfield assist to home and hits a home run. Who is this guy? What's his name again? <laughs> it was pretty incredible. I, I never forget that. And I remember going to Clemson to watch him play with my family at the time. And uh, we were walking to our seats and he was at bat and he hit a home run. Like right when we arrived, it was just this incredible thing. And um, out at Petco, we, we got the Khalil Green bobblehead or the diving, nice. you know, statue. Super cool. We have a bobblehead somewhere, too. Just nice. just some I've got some mementos that are really cool in that department. Um, Love it. I'd imagine Petco. He had good years at Petco uh, shortstop. I think he was uh, second up to Jason Bay for rookie of the year um, yep. his first year there. So that was really I think if if I, I would I can't speak for him, but. Those are just some of my memories and uh, of some really good moments. I love it. So tell me, we got a season going on, and I know top fans don't know this, but, I mean, you're right in the midst of raising kids. I mean, you got a couple little ones, right, and you're a school teacher, and you've got about 19 things going on in any given hour, much less any given day. What kind of do you look forward to in baseball season when you get a chance to catch a game? What do you look forward to? What for you? What what's the excitement? It's always something that is fun and lighthearted. I mentioned the Zoltan uh, tradition that was on the Pirates for for that period of time. Um, I love the movie Major League, just the lightheartedness of the game. My one of my favorite movies is The Sandlot. 
you know, and that, it kind of reminds me of the pirates, you know, they're kind of like scrappers, you know, in a way. And, uh, it, it may have that potential, you know, but having fun. So that, that's what I look for in a game now is, you know, some element of having fun and mixing it up a little bit, you know, and that good hearted, I, uh, you know, that things get so serious in playoff season. So it's really cool to see some, you know, hard action in the regular season that that's different than the norm, you know, and not just players kind of phoning it in things like that. Yeah, it was, I agree with you. It's, it's fun to watch it. One of the, the traditions that I love to do, and you just mentioned this, is about March, right as spring training starts, I always ask top fans on the Instagram, okay, tell me about your you know, favorite baseball movie. And I usually line up seven, eight different baseball movies. And it's just like every night I got to catch one of them, right? Whether it's The Natural or The Sandlot or Major League or Bull Durham or, I mean, insert baseball movie you know, here uh, for love of the game. In fact, my wife and I just watched for love of the game about three weeks ago. It was, it's still as good as it was the first time that I saw it. So that's pretty awesome. Watching those that's, baseball, that's baseball, isn't it? Baseball is that it's that, you know, it's, it's the slowed pace. There's bursts of excitement, you know, it, it, it's really cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, Luke, I love this. I love your, your history of the game. I love the, the history that your family has when building the stadiums. Um, I love the fact that you, I mean, I love the fact that you had a cousin who played and can speak from a, from a player's perspective. As you were mentioning him, I was looking him up on baseball reference and which years, you know, he played and when he retired and which teams he played for and everything like that. And, and he had some good seasons, like you said, rookie, you know, rookie of the year candidate and things like that. And, you know, for me, baseball is, is a two hour getaway right from we all have tough days there that was the tough part when we were going through the quote-unquote strike right was what do you do right here's a bunch of millionaires and billionaires arguing with each other on on how we're going to make things right and yet like you're a school teacher you're raising two kids with your wife you have a long day is there anything wrong with at eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night when the kids are in bed throwing on the last couple innings of baseball game and just relaxing no, but if it's not there, what do you get? Right. It's true. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it is it's a soothing game too. You know, it's uh, you know, kind of a break away from some of the, I mean, well, it can be, it can be that high excitement and everyone kind of, you know, tossing things across the room out of frustration and that it can get intense, but you know, it, I think it's one of the sports that can give you that same relax. that does that have, have that soothing part to it as well. Exactly. But it's one of those sports that you're throwing stuff around the room when your team's playing in October. It's not one of those sports that, you know, in April, you're throwing stuff around. At least you shouldn't be. If you are over April games, eh, maybe chill out just a little bit. Right. True. So I, I wanted to ask you a question, Bill. Do you yeah, have a least favorite team? I, it, I probably could guess what it is, but do you have a least favorite team? Because I do. And I'll let you know in a minute. What's your least favorite Okay, so I'm wearing a Dodger hat. So my least favorite team has got to be the Giants. Understood. It's got to be the Giants. But I, it's interesting that you asked that question because I Giants are what I'm prone to do. It's in my DNA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm still struggling. I've interviewed some great top fans. I'm still struggling with the Astros. Um, I don't 
dislike them like I like dislike the Giants. But, eh, you know, whether they cheated or not and whether or not they can admit it or not. And again, like I said, I've interviewed some great, great uh, people that are Astro fans and they're all phenomenal. And I agree with their assessments of their fandom. And that's what top fans for is everybody expresses their opinions. But yeah, yeah. If you Understood. cheat and get caught, just admit it. Yeah, that, it would clear up a whole lot, rebuild that integrity. How about you? Well, it's the Atlanta Braves. Let's just face it, those 1990s, you know, Woo. I remember going to the games, the playoffs where the Braves just, you know, caught them, caught the Pirates and that chance of that World Series experience just evaporated along with the chant, you know, and uh, <laughs> etched in my soul. So Still hurts, right? Sid Bream coming around third, Barry Bonds throwing the – Trying to throw them out at home. Man, it was just brutal, you know, and so it stings. But at the same time, the Braves have also become a team that I've grown to respect a lot, you know, and the the, the pitching lineup of the 90s was like out of this world. And, you know, I just unbelievable. So those pitchers are, you know, shortly behind my Randy Johnson on favorite pitchers list for sure. Um, when, when you talk about pitchers like that, you're never going to find – I shouldn't say never – just like the Dodgers infield that played the seventies and eighties together, that played like 12 seasons together. You're never going to find a Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, like one, two, three, like the yeah. Braves had for that long. I mean, it's hard to respect it when it's a team that you, you don't like, but oof, you got to respect it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And, and for me, again, it's that fun factor. I think Greg Maddox did a, dressed as the custodian and came out to pitch. I don't know if you've seen that, but I, I get a kick out of anything like that. And that it, that sort of raised the bar to maybe took him out of my mental doghouse, so to speak, but it's anyway. having fun. Right. And, and nowadays when you're watching the games and you're seeing these guys wearing cowboy hats after they hit a home run and, or jumping in the, the little wheelbarrow that they have and going through the dugout after they hit a home run or whatever, it's boys will be boys. It's not stiff. It's not, Hey, I hit a home run. Let me high five you. It's just go out and have fun. I mean, a lot of these guys are playing that are playing Luke are kids. I mean, one Soto, one Soto that everybody talks about in Washington, the guy is uh, 23 years old and he's been playing in the MLB for four seasons. Came up when he was 19. He couldn't even legally drink the year that they won the world series. I don't think he could legally drink. That's so, incredible. I mean, yeah. they're kids that are playing. And you and I can say that now because we're we're done gone in our 40s and 50s. And it mm -hmm. just kind of shakes you up a bit. But it's they're just I love watching guys having fun. It's pretty awesome. That, that That's what I kind of go to the game for those moments, those epic moments. And then the fun moments, too. You know, yeah. we, need, we need that in the world. I think those that break the ice and have a laugh kind of thing. Yeah. Well, top fans, this is Luke. Luke, you need to come back. We're going to have specific topics coming up that I'll have to reach out to you. You're going to have to come back on one of our specialty topics night where we talk about pitchers or, or specific things like that. We got to have you back in because I love what you're saying. But this is Luke. This is a Pirates fan, top fans, and just an all-around awesome guy. Luke, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your inside thanks for the props that you brought the pictures top fans i need to put this on youtube so that you can see the pictures that he was showing and so luke any final thoughts as we wrap up well it's been awesome bill thanks for thanks for the chat it kind of like just talking about it and 
reminiscing on the old days is sort of, you know, sparking that pirate fever again. So thanks a lot for the time and, and the invite on the show. The questions were awesome and uh, got me really thinking. You bet. And and please understand, don't take it offensively when you lose the next three games since you guys are here in L.A. for the next three nights. Oh, but, that's painful. That's painful. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, buddy. Top fans, by all means, on the YouTube, make comments. On the podcast, let us know what you think. Go on the site, let us know what you think. If we miss something or you have some additional information, let us know. Go to one of our social media places, Top Fan Rivalry, um, on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Luke, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Bill.